everybody, I'm Nels Nelson, writer, I guess director, of an audio drama called Mountain Mysteries, and this is the supplemental podcast that goes along with each episode called Behind the Mystery of Mountain Mysteries, where I'll introduce you, not only do you get to know me, but you'll get to know some of the cast and and get to know them and realize what we're putting into this and why we're doing this and the fun we're having and maybe frustrations and that. So, yeah. If you haven't listened to episode one, which is called The Man for the Job, uh, we might talk about that episode. So you might want to listen to the episode first. So this is your warning. Now, if you're one of those guys who, or girls who, or gals or women who don't get upset if you know what happens in an episode, then by all means, keep on listening. But if you've downloaded this, definitely download episode one, The Man for the Job of Mountain Mysteries and Audio Drama. That being said, the person joining me now and those who know me, through plays I've done and other things no, won't be surprised that the first person I picked is one of my why not men in my life always says why not when I'm like hey let's do a podcast about our audio drop why not he's never said why Reggie Fide he plays the wonderful title character I guess one of them uh, Jake DeBrent Reggie how are you I'm good how you doing good thank you for doing this by the way yeah it's my pleasure i said let's do a podcast today about the episode and you said yeah sure no you said why not i just said you're why oh, not. sorry <laughs> no, i'm kidding no you said yeah sure <laughs> which is the same as why not so before we get into episode one which you recorded your lines probably in july oh probably yeah and we're in november mm-hmm. uh, it's taken a while to get everything rolling here but we're really close to releasing everything we're excited i'm excited um do you remember episode one? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I remember episode remember one. It? I remember recording episode one, too. Do you? Yeah, the I frustra- I remember you sending me a lot of lines. Mm-hmm. You're about the only actor out of all the cast that sends me multiple lines. Because it's so hard to choose. Because you don't hear what everybody else is doing. So I thought if I did a line uh, differently and then sent like a couple different types of the lines, that you could pick which one goes best with other people's lines. And that way you could create more um, a, a more organic conversation between the characters. And you know what? It, it's brilliant. I love it because you'll send me four lines or three lines and each one is a little bit different. Sometimes, through the magic of editing, I've used all three lines to make one line. <laughs> yeah, that's the cool part of uh, So, it, of it's fun. Uh, and I'm not saying the rest of the cast is going to listen to this and be like, Oh, Nels wants me to send <laughs> three or four... It's, it's all right, because they're all doing marvelous. It's just each actor, I yeah. find there's little... It's like Brittany. Her character swears a lot, and I my character interrupts her. I play Captain Wilson, and Brittany's detective, Lizzie Belmont. And she tried the swear where she's like, What the f... and stopped. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good as if she actually says the whole swear, and I just cut it off at some point in the editing. So it's really cool. My, shout out to all of you actors who are kind of making my job as director really easy because you guys are just really good at what you do did you know that um of course i did no okay you had some reservations you had some worries about an audio drama didn't you yeah i did because my main worry i think that with an audio drama is that you're not there with the people and feeling what they're doing and what they're saying and how they're saying it like the i feel like the main um what makes like a play good or acting good is the cooperation or cooperation between people and like being in the moment and being in the scene so doing this like we all recorded our lines separately not with each other so doing this you have to kind of like imagine 
how other people are saying what they're saying and then just try kind of try and guess and that's why I said more than a couple lines which is fine because I'll be honest I I wasn't worried I I trusted this group and there's some actually there are some cast members some actors I've never met or I've met just in passing they've been at one of the plays we've done and uh, it's like Chelsea she's been in the audience for a couple of our plays but I've never really had a conversation with her and then she gives me lines for characters and they're just spot on exactly what the tone is right and and all of that and I don't really get a lot of questions from you guys that are like what am I supposed to do here either it's really well written so hats off to the guy who wrote it (laughs) just kidding or you guys are just really smart and I, I lean towards the really smart and you pick up the tone really well and and when you've listened to the audio drama after recording your lines independent of everyone else and you heard it what'd you think it it worked really surprisingly well i really really liked it and i liked how i liked the way that you put it all together and and you know by the way with some of the scenes the writing has a whole lot to play with it too because there's sometimes you can read a page and you don't really know what's happening. You know the words that are being said, but you can't really feel what everybody's feeling. And then there's sometimes when you read a page and you know exactly what everybody's feeling in the moment and you know exactly what the objectives of the characters are and you know how it's going to turn out. And sometimes it turns out exactly that way. Um, but the first episode was, was really super cool because I got to read the paper uh, or read the script and then after reading the script, hear it all come together and hear everybody's voices together and hear all the sound effects that you added it in and uh, all, all this, like the footsteps, the, the, the falling off of a tree, like all those <laughs> things are so, spoiler alert, I fall off Well, they should have listened to the episode already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what um, were you doing up in a tree, by the way? Anyway, we'll get to that. <laughs> Keep going. I was explaining the whole episode. Basically, I was saving a kitty and then the, no, just kidding. Um. But yeah, no, it's it's actually it's it is kind of fun because it's like I remember when I was a kid, I used to like um, be in my bedroom and I'd be playing pretend, and I would be mimicking the things that I'm doing and all that stuff, and and now I get to do it as an, an adult, and this is kind of an excuse to do that. Isn't it fun? Like for those that don't know us, and hopefully there's a lot. Hopefully there's somebody listening in. I don't know. South Africa who's never met us they're listening to this but there's some people who know us you and I have acted together in five plays we've done five plays this will be the sixth three Three. I've done five you've been with three (laughs) but I've known you forever it seems Um, and so we get to play pretend a lot that's what I find acting is is we're just playing pretend Mm -hmm. and then Going to the audio drama, what I like about it is, is there's no budget, right? We can paint this big, huge picture, this big story, and we don't have to worry about special effects other than sound effects. And and the goal of me as the guy who created this was that everybody who listens to episode one, and there's six episodes in the entire season, um, they paint their own picture in their, their brain. Mm-hmm. And when they talk with somebody else who listens to it, hopefully they see your character you know, Jake DeBrent is tall, muscular, and maybe the other one sees him as short and stocky, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And maybe one sees him with a scar, and maybe another. That's what I wanted, because I think the best movies in the world are the ones we make in our imagination. I think that's why so many times if you read a book, then watch the movie, you always lean towards the book because you're like, 
Yeah. Oh, that's not how I pictured him to look. And that was my goal. And I don't know if you've noticed throughout the whole season, I don't describe the characters physically. Yeah. At all. I want the listeners to paint the picture. I just give them, well, we just give them the audio, the parts, so they don't have to hear. Because really, if you listen to yourself talk and you listen to what your mom sounds like, in your head, they they both sound the same because you only have one inner voice. Yeah. So this gives all the voices and then everyone paints the picture. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense, yeah. And that's the fun I've been having with this. And uh, I think everybody's been having and it's nice to hear it come together. I got a lot of good feedback. I've been letting other people listen to it before we release it and they all thought we sat in the same room recording it all together at once. <laughs> I love that. And And we didn't. We did it from all over the country like all over some people are in their farm house some a lot of people which i gotta give a shout out to our location for this podcast uh very privileged to be sitting <laughs> on the street outside of where we work here in edmonton alberta um a lot of it's done in vehicles and towels overheads in bathrooms and stuff so it, Tower, it, towels overhead yeah my daughter and i we recorded some lines in her bedroom blanket over her head so it doesn't echo oh that's a good idea yeah and she's like it's so hot under here but anyway that's that's another thing. let's get to episode one okay and i've titled it the man for the job and i'm horrible with titles so um that's gonna be me titling horribly titling episodes throughout the year um thoughts let's you play jake de who's jake de brent jake de brent is um this guy this guy. Just the guy. This one particular guy who is the man for the job. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. So he's the man. Why is he the man? For for what job? What's the job? Jake DeBrunt needs to, is the man for the job to f- figure out what is going on with Wiki Research. Wiki Research. Yes. The Does new- that come in in this episode, actually? Yes. Yes. The Wiki Research Labs <laughs> who are the new new employer in town. Everyone's going to work for their research lab, a defense yeah. contractor and research lab. Yeah. Is, Something's happening up there, though, on the mountain. Something is happening up there. There's uh, there, They have a, a secret uh, that has not yet been revealed in this episode. I'm trying not to spoil <laughs> I know, other episodes. Cause <laughs> okay, let me help you along. Sure. Someone's gone missing at the very start. John is his name. In the very te- the teaser of the episode, he goes missing, looking for his dog, Rocco. Mm-hmm. And something's made him go missing. The police force can't investigate it because Whitkey won't let them in there. So they come to Jake DeBrunt, who is a private investigator of a aptly named firm called... Mountain Mysteries. Mountain Mysteries. Yeah, yeah. there. Wow. Almost like I've written it. Like, I, like I've got in-depth knowledge. <laughs> yeah, and that's where they come to you. Very happily come to you for giving you a job, right? No, it's not very happily at all. <laughs> it's a little bit like pulling teeth. For you or for, for the well, police force? Lizzie Belmont does not want me to be on the job. But uh, the other guy does. The lead detective. The captain. The captain. Of yes. The That's me. I play the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Why does he want you? What happened? Were you a cop once? Were you a police officer once? I was, yes. I was a police officer once, but then I got into the liquor. <laughs> I got into the alcohol. Alcohol. It'll do it. We shouldn't laugh because that's, yeah, but that's is, what happened. It's a serious problem. He got into the alcohol. He became an alcoholic. And, and basically, it, it kind of tore his life apart. And in a way, it kind of 
uh, destroyed his confidence as well. And now he's been doing little jobs like, like falling out of a tree, falling out of a tree, trying to save a cat uh, for a promiscuous old lady. I think one of my favorite lines in it is when is it is it your son goes well why wouldn't you just wait for the cat to come out of the tree <laughs> yeah yeah it yeah, climbs right. up there why wouldn't you just wait <laughs> I that's something I have a lot of children and that's that, something yeah. they would ask me after I was a dad did a dad move and thought I could save the day and messed it up horribly and they'd be like completely honest and be like well why wouldn't you just let the cat come down just give you the simplest uh, solution and you're like yeah that would work so Jake DeBrunt falls out of a tree because mm-hmm. your partner, your co-owner or partner of Mountain Mysteries, good old Nate, he couldn't climb the tree and get the cat. He seems like Nate's younger than you and you'd boss him around a lot, but yet you're up there saving the day. Yep. For a promiscuous <laughs> old lady. Yeah. Ah, she is a wonderful old lady, isn't she? Yeah, she is a wonderful old lady. Yeah. She's got um, pretty gray hair. And <laughs> just beautiful. Mrs. Labrie. Yeah, Mrs. Labrie. Continually, she's, that's my, uh, my, my favorite through line, is that she's just continually hitting on me. Does not relent. Yep. For an old lady, she has she, quite she, charisma. She likes Jake DeBrunt. Mm-hmm. He's, he's on the market. Ladies are, are going are gonna to want to, you know... Chase their cat up the trees. <laughs> he's, he's yeah. Jake DeBrunt is recently divorced, so he is on the market, but he comes with a lot of baggage. So episode one is a lot of kind of just setting up what happens for the season, and we're not going to talk about that. We'll talk about that later in another episode of Behind the Mystery of Mountain Mysteries. But something happens. You eventually go up to Whitkey Research Labs. You go in the back there. They're, they took over the old mine. Mm-hmm. That used to employ a bunch of people in town, sat abandoned for years. Mm-hmm. And you go into the mine, and there's some trepidation on your partner's part. Nate doesn't really want to go in there, mm-hmm. and he's worried about the homeless population that's been living there. Mm-hmm. And something happens. Well, I don't know if it's in this episode. A bit, yeah. But I, I, I am trapped in there with a man uh, who. What's his name again? No, no, that's the next episode. That's okay. At the end of this episode, you get split up from Nate. Mm-hmm. Because of what? What What do you hear? What happens? There's some gunshots. Do you, you recall this from July? Uh, no. No. Just, there is a monster in the, mount, in the, in the cave. Yes, there is a monster in the cave. And the monster chases after us. And we shoot at it. Which is obviously futile. And uh, Nate gets away, but I do not. Does he get away? He might get shot. He might be dead. It's kind of left in there. You might be dead. Damn it. It's okay. <laughs> it would be a really short season if one of you didn't actually survive and, yeah. and you know, move the story along. One of us to survive and one of us might die. Both of us might die. Both and Lizzie Belmont might move the story along. Well, that's the thing. So... Wrapping up on episode one, because like, we don't want to talk too much about it, because I want everyone to formulate their own opinion. Yeah. Um, playing Jake DeBrent, for you, what's the challenge of it? I guess we talked about it, not knowing what other people are going to... And why? Like, is it rewarding? Is there a reward? What's the reward of doing this character for... 
for this series, which is into one season done. Hmm. I think the biggest challenge with doing Drake to Brent is maintaining his voice. Because let's hear it. What can you do it right now? Can you do it? Oh, no. for me for Captain Captain Wilson? I just did <laughs> me. I was like, if I'm playing a big part, I'll just do me. I'll use extra parts that I write and try different voices. Oh, give me a line. Oh, I don't have it. Uh, what about the falling out of the tree? And you say, Nate, why aren't you up here again? Remind me why you're not up here again. <laughs> kind of that questioning line. Do you remember oh, that one? Yes. We could do the bar scene. Ignore a garbage truck <laughs> driving by if you hear that. We could do the bar scene. Nate, tell me why you're not up here again. That's Is your that voice. It? Is yeah. that the one? Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. It's like I'm it's like all of a sudden Jake DeBrent's sitting here in my minivan as we record this podcast. <laughs> okay, I'll do the rest of this podcast <laughs> as Jake DeBrent. Alright. So, rewarding. What's been a rewarding part? The most rewarding part about playing Jake DeBrent is I actually I really love to see his journey. Uh, because at the beginning, um, it it seems like he has given up on life. It seems like he is at the bottom of the bottle, literally drinking all the time. And then he goes through a life change where he does this flip and he needs to become the man that he once was or the man that he was always supposed to be. And to see that change in him uh, throughout the series is the most rewarding part. Well, it's nice to, nice to see you say that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had a part of that. Not a big part. You might have. No. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I've just really been impressed. But I can't say really impressed because, again, for like you and Brittany and Brad and Ethan, who uh, plays Jason Whitkey, who only can do this episode and we have to replace him with another Jason, a new Jason Whitkey. Always Whitkey. happens in pilot episodes. Pilot episodes. It's a pilot. It's um, a pilot. And and Susan, who does Mrs. Labrie and does um, Samantha, oh. right? Cheryl, I had to think for a minute. Who does all? All of you, I know. There's been a few who've come on that I don't know, and and they've impressed me too. I haven't been worried because everybody really wanted to be a part of this at the start, and everybody's grabbed hold of it. Like I have. Some of some of the actors have sent me all the lines for all the episodes right away, and others are they trickle in. Um, but everybody does it with such, I want to say like vim and vigor, go old old school, right? I can just sense it, the enthusiasm, and I just knew you guys would deliver. And I think it's going to be a really fun story. Um, I think it works good enough in the first season that it doesn't answer all the questions, so it gives us an opportunity to do another season and go in a few different directions. But uh, I'm very proud of you, Reggie, as always, for as long as I've known you, never really thinking I was crazy for wanting to make movies and all that stuff, and then being a part of my plays and now being a part of this adventure that we're going on. So I hope people listen to it and love the stories and love the the sound effects and the audio that we're providing for their picture that they paint in their head. And I do want to mention one more time about Ethan. Uh, he plays Jason Whitkey. He is moving, so you're going to hear a different Jason Whitkey for the rest of the season, and I think it won't take long, and you'll just know that's Jason, but um, I want to thank Ethan. He's, he's been a good 16-year-old. He's got that deep, growly voice, and he's only 16, and he's moving on to other things, and he's busy, so he can't 
commit to sending in any more lines. And I think it's fitting that we thank him. I I've only got to work with him in one project and then this. So he, he's been fun to work with. And again, thank you, Reggie, for everything. Um, hopefully we it's do another, we it. do it. No, <laughs> we do another episode. Maybe we'll do all the behind the mysteries, I, the men behind the mysteries of the man in the mountain mystery. I don't know. Yeah. What, and, uh, <laughs> We've settled on Behind the Mystery of Mountain Mysteries. Again, I'm Nels Nelson. I've written the episodes, created the episodes. I guess directed. I haven't done a lot of directing. It's more editing my direction. But uh, that's me. I play Captain Wilson. This is... Reggie Fide. I play Jake DeBrent. No, no, you got to do it again. Like Reggie Fide and then in your Jake DeBrent voice. I'm Reggie Fide. I play Jake DeBrent. <laughs> And uh, we're going to let you go because it's a Friday. We're done work early and we want to go home. And hopefully you've enjoyed episode one, the man for the job. And you enjoyed this little bit of insight into who we are and why we're doing this. Just because we like to play pretend, I guess. Is that why we're doing this? Mainly, yeah. I think that's what I thought We like to play pretend. We like to um, take a story and tell it in an intriguing way, in a fun way. And I think that this way is going to... It's not just us telling the story, but it's also the audience telling the story. So. That's right. It is. And we went on and extended our episode by doing that. You answering that question. This is like the episode that won't end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just get to know us. And and I want to interview a few of the other cast members because it'll be neat to see why, what they get out of it, the challenge and, mm-hmm. and, and the reward. And again, yeah, it's it's a... It's a big budget production with no budget, really. Just we hope the world enjoys it. There's people in the world, and I know in our job, I listen to the radio all day, uh, sports radio. Um, big time rugby and hockey fan, so I listen to sports a lot. But I know a lot of you guys working on your own have he- earpods in and listening to podcasts. And I thought, right. wouldn't it be cool to get podcasts are awesome because you learn so much. But just to get stories out there, get people listening to stories, like. <laughs> Our grandparents used to do turn the radio on Sunday night and listen to a, a story, right? A, a, a story, an audio drama. So that's why I want to do it. I think it'd be cool. And it gives my kids an opportunity when I'm long and gone and my grandkids to hear my voice. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. That's cool. That's if the internet's still around. It might, yeah. Y2K might finally come. So. <laughs> Y2K. Don't get me started. Okay. Uh, seriously, man. <laughs> You're 19.99. A week before, I was at the hospital and I used to give you a card. Like it was a raised card, and they have to do an imprint, like yeah, put in that machine to imprint on all your medical forms. Mm-hmm. So it's just this big, weird looking, like a waffle iron type of machine. They put your card, the paper on top, and it yeah. go right. That was Y2K approved. I guess they were worried it was going to start chomping at people. Oh. Y2K made so much money for the world, but that's That's just, that's a different podcast altogether. (laughs) Again, thank you for joining myself and Reggie and getting to know us a bit and a little bit of of why we're doing Mountain Mysteries. We hope you enjoyed this and episode one and look for episode two coming soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.